This is an On the Ice and Behind the Benches studio production episode on the On the Ice and Behind the Benches podcast. Looking for sports content on the Pittsburgh Penguins, the Bills, and the Argos, as well as the Blue Jays and the Raptors during the NBA basketball season, the NFL, CFL football season, the blue the baseball season in MLB and the hockey season in the NHL then you've come to the right place check out sports for beginners the podcast with me Scott McGregor where we talk about everything and anything in the world of sports media and around the teams the Pittsburgh Penguins during hockey season the Buffalo Bills and Toronto Argonauts during football season, the Toronto Blue Jays during baseball season, and the Raptors of Toronto, the Toronto Raptors during basketball season. We've got you covered every week, but if you've got any questions or feedback, please send us an email at sportsforbeginnerspodcast8231 at gmail.com. Check us out on Facebook at https colon slash slash www.facebook.com slash sportsforbeginnerspodcast87. And to learn more about upcoming episodes and when they drop, please visit https colon slash slash sports for beginners number zero dot wordpress.com once again that is https colon slash slash sports for beginners number zero dot wordpress.com catch you later fans Welcome, everyone, to another exciting episode of the Working Environment. Today, I have a very special edition of the Working Environment, part of our podcast, detailing a book by one of my closest people that I knew in high school, and his name is Dean Patrick Dolan. As you see in my hands, he wrote a book during his retirement called My Father's Secret, which is available on Amazon or wherever you could find it at your nearest bookstore. Mm -hmm. Mr. Dolan, thank you so Mm -hmm. much for joining us. And uh, we're so glad that you can uh, join us. Now, For those who don't know, Mr. Dolan is a retired guidance counselor from the school that I graduated from, St. Marcelina Secondary School. Now, after those years of being a guidance counselor, as I've mentioned, he's decided to write a book, and today we're going to talk about it with him. So, ladies and gentlemen, here is our conversation with. Mr. Dolan, a.k.a. Seen Patrick Dolan. <laughs> Take another look with Gerda Felix and Melanie Tadio Malo. 
two powerful women of diverse backgrounds having genuine, unique, and uncomfortable conversations that everyone needs to have. Join Melanie and Gerda for conversations about what is missing from human connections. First of all, I want to thank you for taking time out of your day, Mr. Dolan, to have an interview with me. And could you please tell us a little bit about yourself? Sure, uh, Thomas. Uh, um, you can tell that I was always Mr. Dolan to you because my first name is is not familiar to you. It's it's spelled S E A N, but it's pronounced Sean. So I'm actually a Sean Patrick Dolan. And so you can, because you're an adult now, you can start calling me Sean whenever you want to. You don't have to call me Mr. Dolan anymore. Um, and uh, as 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 Thomas mentioned, I'm a retired guidance counselor, retired teacher. I taught English, I taught history, I taught uh, world religions, I taught philosophy, uh, all those different things. But one of my uh, favorite things, last 10 years of my retirement, was being a guidance counselor and having guys like Thomas come and visit me, usually on their lunch hour. We did the odd announcement on the school uh, television station, um, uh, things of that nature. And I know Thomas is a big uh, sports fan, as is his brother, Scott. And uh, a quick question for you before we talk about the book. Uh, what do you think of the uh, Leaf acquisitions, uh, the six players that have been brought over um, to kind of get the team ready for a playoff push, ignoring how poorly they played last night against Edmonton? I got to be honest with you. I was shocked with the uh acquisitions that the Toronto Maple Leafs were making actually about 1240 midnight before the matchup between the Montreal Canadiens Mr. Dolan is when we got the news that we had Noah Achari and uh Ryan O'Reilly and I would and I and I remember thinking to myself I should do an emergency podcast right at the crack <laughs> of the news but a podcast I listened to called Locked On Leaves, which is hosted by Michael DiStefano and Dave Morsuti. Got to it before I could. So I said, I'll let them do it and then I'll see what I want to do. If I still want to do it, I'll probably do it at a later time, perhaps maybe this Friday mm -hmm. on the Sports for Beginners podcast, which is the neighboring podcast of this podcast yeah. feed. But getting back to our uh, interview here, could you provide yeah, yeah. stay on, on topic can you provide us some examples of what the book you decided <laughs> to write about or at least maybe a summary on how the book's name came to be sure what it is today yeah sure yeah so it's called uh, my father's secret and it um <clears throat> it, it tells the story of a son whose father is a uh, agent for the Canadian government in the RCMP security service, who is left a deathbed directive or request by his father to bring to justice or expose the bad guys who brought down BOA site, BOE Sea Flight 281. So these bad guys in the Irish community inspired by the Irish Republican Army decide to blow up a passenger plane traveling from Toronto to London. And it explores 
the investigation that the uh, that the main character's father was involved in, uh, the mishaps, um, and and the uh, the entire story behind the bombing of a plane. And uh, a lot of people who grew up in my era, not your era, Thomas, because you're younger than me, um, will remember that in 1985, there was a passenger plane that was targeted and, and blown up, uh, Air India Flight 182. And 329 people died aboard that plane. Uh, the majority of them were Canadian. Uh, many of them were children. 84 were children. Uh, so... The book is inspired by uh, the Air India uh, bombing of 1985, and this is my way of, of kind of re reimagining that story in a way that I could understand it. And really, um, if you look into the history behind the Air India bombing of 1985, um, it's not, uh, it hasn't been honored as a Canadian tragedy the way it really should be. And uh, the only conclusion people can come to or that I've been able to come to is because the people weren't white. Uh, people were uh, of South Asian ancestry um, and it was treated as a foreign um, bombing that occurred on Canadian soil or at least was perpetrated on Canadian soil. And to me, that is, uh, uh, it's a mistake. It's, it's not uh, honoring people the way they need to be honored. A Canadian is a Canadian is a Canadian. It uh, doesn't matter what skin color or, or anything else, right? So, so in short, what you're basically saying is you wrote this book to basically remind people of the incident that happened in 1985. But what you're trying to get them to understand is equality is a big part in our world today. And if we're all not treated equally, then the world mm -hmm. isn't really fair to everyone. Like it's it's not like we're all getting the same respect that we yeah. want to cherish. So when you weren't working, yeah, on we have to pay attention, right? So we have to pay attention to treating people. Go ahead. Go ahead. I, I'm just going to say we have to pay attention to treating people fairly and 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 with integrity. And in the case of Air India, that didn't happen. I don't think. I, I think the history will, will would demonstrate that. My book, though, it's 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 a reimagining. It's basically a way to get people to to examine uh, a work of fiction. So it's it's all it's made. I made up the story. But I took elements of what happened back in 1985 and reimagined re them in a 1970s Irish Republican Army, Toronto, uh, Georgian Bay, Canadian context to, to, to get people to read and go, hang on, this all sounds, this isn't, this sounds like it happened before, and it, it because it did. Stay right where you are. Your host, Thomas McGregor, will be back with the book interview on My Father's Secret, written by Mr. Dolan, or Scene Patrick Dolan.
But before we get back to the interview, time to hear a word from one of our supported podcast members. And today's supported podcast member is... Well, we'll let you find out shortly. We'll be back to the interview in just a few minutes. Are you looking for excellent sports content from media and fan perspectives alike? Check out All Over the Map with me, Ali Musa, where we discuss anything and everything in the world of sports media and beyond. We will even feature non-sports broadcasters. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. To learn more, please visit http colon slash slash alitechgroup.wordpress.com Alright, it's time now to get back into the interview. Let's listen more on our book that we'll be talking about. It's On the Ice and Behind the Benches, Returning to the Working Environment interview with your host, Thomas McGregor, that's me, and our guest interview, the author of My Father's Secret. That's My Father's Secret, the interview, and we continue the conversation now. Oh, wow. So, Mm -hmm. let's talk about the book some more here. When it came to working on the Mm -hmm. book and putting time and effort into it, Mm -hmm. what were some things you did on your own time that weren't involving putting the book together? Because I imagine it took you hours and weeks or whatever to put this book together and get it published yeah. as many books do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it um, it is a self-published book. So I I dealt with a company called Friesen Press. And so I'm the project director. And then I work with the company to do uh, the cover, the layout, editing. Uh, they They had three rounds of editing involved in the book um and then even after the three rounds of editing i read the book four or five times after that to make sure the manuscript was as clean as possible um and uh uh so all told or the original idea for the book came years ago but um the the rubber hitting the road and and heavy work happened between September 2019 and uh, publication November 2021. So a full year of really, really concentrating and working hard on um, uh, bringing the book to uh, print. So that's your main uh, main story about how the book came to be. Okay, so what do you do on your own time, besides putting the book together, you're done with your day's work of the book. What do you do within the time that you have left? What does Mr. Dolan or Sean in this case? Like to, uh, because he's not a guidance counselor and yeah. he's <laughs> So, 
what does he do on his yeah. spare time when he's so, not working with the book? Yeah, so you can't you can't write all day long, and sometimes you hit what's called writer's block. Um, there are workarounds that you can work around writer's block, but I would say because I'm I'm a retired guy, uh, two to three hours a day is about as much as I I'd usually give um, give writing. And then um, I do, it depends on the time of year, but this time of year, there might be a bit of skiing. Uh, there might be some snowshoeing. Uh, there's curling. I curl at the Collingwood Curling Club. Um, and uh, every day, no matter what, I take my dog for a walk. Um, and, uh, oh, we got some uh, some new guests yeah, yeah, just yeah, popped yeah. in. Your brother? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't, yeah, don't worry. <laughs> don't worry about it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so yeah but walking my dog has been a real uh uh that's where i go and i walk for an hour i clear my mind and and but i'm trying to exercise try not to put because i'm a guy i'm, I'm 58 going 59 soon my turn 50, i don't want to start gaining a bunch of weight because i'm getting older um so i try to keep really active in a golf uh, in a in the uh, summertime i golf um i ride my bike so that's all the stuff I don't, because I'm retired, I don't have to, um, um, you know, pretend that writing is a full-time job. It's a part-time job and I enjoy it. So if somebody asked you to write another book or they wanted to take your idea and promote it into say a TV show or movie, mm-hmm. would you be open to the opportunity of doing that mm-hmm. given that this book is based on your story but between the 1985 incident that you spoke about which is what your book is based on would mm-hmm. you take yeah that I, if somebody yeah brought that to their attention and said i want to get this guy a big movie contract you know, <laughs> or, a, or a um yeah television show sure sure i think anybody who who writes their story um like i'm not uh, the book is not um you know high art literature where people are you know they're you know reading some um really really heady thing it's it's a story it's it's a written in the thriller format um and it, but it has very much not a thriller um well it's a it's a thriller format but not a thriller um uh, what do you call it like recipe i guess uh in terms of what you might want to call it um i, w- it, I would it, say it doesn't have it's a, a morality but it doesn't have a thriller type eh? yeah and it's it's it, it has a moral to the story so it's a thriller with a moral to the story, but the moral to the story is the most important part to me. Um, so if anybody came along wanted to make a movie out of it, um, they'd really be making the the Air India story into a movie, but telling it through a Irish Republican Army IRA 1970s Toronto context. Um, and it is a way to um, to tell to tell a story. A movie is just a different way of telling a story, and there's so many creative things you can do. My overall hope is that that people will read the story and they'll remember Air India. 
that's that's my the air india tragedy that's my overall goal uh, and so far the people who've read it and given me feedback that is oh yeah i didn't remember air india and my my question to people is well why didn't you remember air india um i can understand you and your brother not remembering air india because you you know it happened 85 uh, 1985 but my generation why did we forget? And it, it does create lots of interesting conversations about why we forgot um, or why people have forgotten. You know, I didn't forget. And perhaps it's for simple, straightforward, selfish reasons. June 23rd, 1985 was my 21st birthday. So, you know, I I uh, wake up and I'm ready to celebrate. And hang on, this plane went down off the coast of Ireland in the days that followed. Um, it, it was a bomb that brought the plane down. And why isn't there big candlelight vigils everywhere? Why isn't there mass mourning by the Canadian public? And then it bugged me for many, 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 many years. Um, so uh, I, I often say in my own mind, I'm 37 years late to the conversation. Um, however, um, uh, I'm trying to get into the conversation now. Nobody's 30 yet minutes late when they have stories they want to bring out but um, sure. bring it out bring it out to the point of our book if you had a chance to make a dream book minus my father's secret like if you made another book but it was your dream book idea that you wanted yeah. to go big with what would you call it and what would the story be okay so right right i think if you talk to most first authors they'll tell you that the dream book the book they had the story they had to tell um is 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 the is this is this is the story i had to tell right so that's the that's the dream book the problem with first books is that you're you're cutting your teeth and making all your mistakes on the first book, right? <laughs> so, um, but you know, I, I think I did a pretty good job on the first book. So, you're, is there a second book in me? Because the encouragement I've gotten from readers, there is a second book uh, uh, coming that will be uh, much more straightforward than My Father's Secret. My Father's Secret is pretty complex. I don't know if you've had a chance to read. Uh, much of it so far, but it jumps it jumps around between two different time frames, and there's a lot going on. There's a lot of characters. The plot is is um, uh, because it's inspired by a true story. I'm taking a lot of true stuff and I'm I'm incorporating it into the book and reimagining it so that I could understand what was going going on. Uh, I created characters because I thought, okay, this character is needed at this particular time. The next book will have more of a, I'm not going to say a linear flow to it, but it's going to, it's going to jump around a bit because I kind of like that. Um, but, but it'll have less characters. Uh, and, and what I want to follow is um, the goal, the goal for me is to take complex situations and make them understandable to people. And in my father's secret, I think I've made a terrible tragedy um, believable in the sense that, oh, I understand 
when you put it this way, I understand how things happened. Um, and the next book is going to deal with a theme, the theme of cults. So sometimes you get some, some people who will manipulate others to give up who they are, uh, to follow them, um, kind of like a, a false prophet or a, 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 a fake Jesus. And they get people to give up their money, give up their mind, give up their... So that's the next book's going to be following that kind of theme. Um, and it's going to be set uh, in Ontario. Uh, and I can't, I'm, I'm struggling to come up with a name for it right now. I know that my cult is going to be called Quantum Awareness. I know it's going to be, uh, their encampment is going to be up where I live, up by Meaford on a, on a street called Frog's Hollow. And it's not really a street, it's a dirt road near the end of it. So I've, I've tampered with calling it Frog's Hollow or, but I have to find a way that a reader will understand it's a book, of, it's a book, work of fiction and it's about cults. Um, so that, that's in the works now. I'm about halfway through a first draft of that story. And, and uh, you know, so far it's, it's going okay. Um, uh, you know, it's just, I get stuck on some, some elements. Stay right where you are. Your host, Thomas McGregor, will be back with the book interview on My Father's Secret, written by Mr. Dolan, or Scene Patrick Dolan. But before we get back to the interview, time to hear a word from one of our supported podcast members. And today's supported podcast member is. Well, we'll let you find out shortly. We'll be back to the interview in just a few minutes. Looking for sports content on the Pittsburgh Penguins, the Bills, and the Argos, as well as the Blue Jays and the Raptors during the NBA basketball season, the NFL, CFL football season, the blue, the baseball season in MLB, and the hockey season in the NHL, then you've come to the right place. Check out Sports for Beginners, the podcast, with me, Scott McGregor, where we talk about everything and anything in the world of sports media and around the teams, the Pittsburgh Penguins during hockey season, the Buffalo Bills and Toronto Argonauts during football season, the Toronto Blue Jays during baseball season and the Raptors of Toronto, the Toronto Raptors during basketball season. We've got you covered every week, but if you've got any questions or feedback, please send us an email at sports for beginners podcast 8231 at gmail.com. Check us out on Facebook at https colon slash slash www all right yeah. so as we approach the uh end of the interview i just want to know we talked about what you do in your spare time but do you have any hobbies that you could share with us that revolve around 
making the books and uh that you're that we're talking about or the upcoming books that you're thinking about writing can you tell me about some of your hobbies that involve working towards being a part of an authorization type of day okay so since writing the book um i've become involved in author groups so Canadian Author Association, the Writers Union of Canada. Um, I've done a school presentation at uh, at our old place, St. Marcellinus. Going to do another one on March 22nd at St. Marcellinus. Um, I've done author talks at, at libraries, and I've done a whole bunch of book clubs. So there are, uh, your, your parents might be involved in book clubs where everybody in the group reads a certain book, and then you you sit down and you talk about the book. So I've done a whole bunch of those. Uh, and that's been really fun for me. I, you know, I'm a, re- might be a retired guy, but I want to, I want, I, I enjoy supporting the book. Uh, so that's the kind of stuff I've been involved in to, to promote, promote the book. I just like to communicate and I like to communicate clearly. And whether I do that verbally or I do that through uh, writing, that's, that's what I want to do. And where and where can anyone find um, you connect with you or if there's um, places that you mentioned, where can anyone find those places that you mentioned if they are a future up and coming writer of their own book and they want to do, as you mentioned, self-publish it mm-hmm. or be a part of an author group or get in touch with other authors to create ideas like where can people find you connect with you or find the stuff that you do or are a part of now yeah so for for if you want to get a hold of me uh, i have a website uh seanpatrickdolan.com uh so if you went there it's uh uh, you could go to the contact page and contact me there. If you're an up-and-coming author and you want to talk to me, certainly email me. If you are uh, an author trying to understand what's going on in your own community, what I have discovered is your local library is great. So you're close to Courtney Park Library. If you knew an author that that wanted information, go talk to the librarian over there. And there'll be authors within the community that will reach out to the library to sell their book, to do presentations. And then, um, so since doing that kind of thing, I've, I've been invited to uh, Barry Library to join writers groups, uh, the new Tecumseh Library, which is, uh, you know, south of Barry, uh, Collingwood Library. Uh, I've done a presentation at Thornbury and Meaford up here. Um, so you wind up connecting with other authors and you exchange business cards, you trade books, and you do all this other stuff. And you, you kind of build a nice little network of, of authors. Like I'm looking right here on my desk, and I've got a whole whack of business cards from other authors that are just sitting, uh, sitting in, my, in front of me that, you know, I, I can email and uh, arrange, you know, get-togethers and stuff like that. It kind of, it kind of feels like, when I'm asked you for how people can reach you, connect with you, or connect with people who are authors of their very own book, 
and they and they're up and coming authors who want to reach out to those people it kind of makes me feel like everything that you've mentioned through the free space where you got the uh self-publishing from mm -hmm. it kind of makes me feel like you're enjoying your retirement and of course you're in you're enjoying your new journey as, yeah. as the bible states when one journey begins or ends excuse me uh another journey begins and your journey that is beginning is a journey into writing a book yeah. now that we've hit the final piece of our interview i just want to say one more thing thomas can i say one more thing yes you can as you as you mentioned uh you know one journey ends another one begins uh, i credit you for um your sports podcast and branching out to other ones you know um i i would i would encourage you to get listener feedback tighten up your show uh do stuff like that but the fact that here you are a high school graduate and uh, you're finding a sense of purpose in the podcast world in the podcast realm like that's really great yeah so congratulations on that well thank you very much for the feedback and if you like any of the content that we do have whether we tighten it up or not you <laughs> can always feel free mr dolan or sean to mm -hmm. send us a <laughs> voice message at anchor.fm i'll give you okay i'll give you the voice message information when we get out of here but yeah. um before we wrap it up, I just wanted to ask, do you want to say everybody, do you want to say goodbye to everyone? And uh, if you have any piece of advice for up and coming authors on potential story ideas. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Thank you very much for the opportunity to, uh, to talk to you today and to talk to your audience. And um, certainly, I, I thank you very much. I thank you for picking up a copy of the book. I think anybody who reads it or try to, tries to read it, because uh, uh, the book's not for everybody, but the book is, uh, is, is a, um, a morality tale that I hope you'll, you'll read and you'll enjoy and you'll embrace. Um, and if you're an up-and-coming author, uh, everybody who wants to tell a story um, can tell a story, whether that's the self-publishing route or the traditional publishing route. Um, for me, to get to get my book, to get my story out there, I chose self-publishing. I wanted the story told and I wanted it out there relatively quickly. And uh, I got it out there as quickly as I could. Uh, and, and so if you want to tell your story, tell your story. Now, do you have any story ideas or that's about it? When it I think I've covered story. everything I can possibly cover. <laughs> yeah. And no, when, right. I'm, when I'm back in, when I'm in Mississauga, uh, we'll connect and I'll sign your book. Okay. All right. Looking forward to it. Yeah, it should be and good. That brings us to the end of this interview. I want to thank you very much for taking time out of your day. I hope 
the book exceeds expectations. <laughs> and, yes, me um, too. Yes, just thank you, Mr. Dolan or Sean Patrick Dolan, as it's portrayed now, that I can call you since I'm not a student of St. Marcelina Secondary School. Just want to thank you for your time. And I understand that you can be a busy man, guidance counselor, <laughs> or no guidance counselor. The yeah. one thing I will ask you when we get out mm -hmm. of here is what does the future hold for your book? But we will talk about that at the end of this interview, which we have hit. And we won't talk about it on this part of the interview, but we will talk about it when we get out of here. And I thank you, the listeners of On the Ice and Behind the Benches, the podcast, for the listeners that are joining us for the sports content that is non-sports related. It is sports break related, the working environment episode. And until next time, remember to stay positive, stay safe out there, avoid any danger, and I and we will talk to you soon again. Maybe we'll have Mr. Dolan or Dean Patrick Dolan, as it's pronounced, the author of this book available wherever you can buy it at Amazon, probably Walmart mm -hmm. or your nearest bookstore, your nearest libraries are probably where you can find this book as well. And I hope we can do another book interview with him again soon. Maybe we'll get him on for some sports content. Mm -hmm. And you and he mentioned, as we wrap up this interview, he mentioned that my brother and I have done the announcements for St. Marcelina's Secondary School. So if you're interested in learning on how that started, please visit the St. Marcelina's Secondary School YouTube channel. And look for interviews with the announcement crew in myself, Scott, Mr. Dolan, and other people who made the morning announcement on YouTube more enjoyable with the exception of the people that came together to provide this idea to make morning announcements on YouTube. That's St. Marcellinus Secondary School YouTube channel. And it will be provided in the description below if you would like to check out the morning announcements featuring myself, Scott, and Mr. Dolan. But until the next time we talk with you, the listeners, on On the Ice and Behind the Benches, the podcast, as I previously mentioned, stay safe and think positively. I will see you next time because it is not goodbye. It is until next time. See you around. Thank you so much for listening to On the Ice and Behind the Benches, the podcast, a working environment episode of the podcast, a working environment. We will be back with more coverage of On the Ice and Behind the Benches podcast and some more working environment content on the podcast as the show progresses.
Thank you once again for joining us, and we'll see you next time.